live. You're live. That's God. You're so dumb. Okay. There. So, boom. Gonna start us up with what? Some Burnett's cherry. It? It's in a fishnet. Yeah, I don't know the girl at Specs. Oh, I use the term girl loosely. She was an older lady. Okay, so that's far from a girl. That's nice. But at Specs, you're blaming her. Yes. Drunk commentary, bubs. Here we are. Yes. So this is. I'm just getting set up before I do my official intro. So those of you watching on YouTube are getting a little pre-show prep. Rockets. Yes. Uh, man. Those sounds would have been edited about two and a half years ago by me in an extensive <laughs> editing session. It was so... Uh, it was rough. Rough living. A lot of birds chirping. Um... <laughs> There's a lot of noises that occurred that were not planned on our early episodes. Thanks for sticking with us through 80 as we sit at 80 now. Don't go back and listen to number 6 because uh -oh. it sounds rough. Also, don't turn your back on the wolf pack. Uh, what a great theme that was. Classic tune. Story of my life. I just love yes. the Outsiders. They are due to get my money because I want to buy some of their you know, merch right now. But, yeah. Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. But, Bubs, yeah. we are the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast, and this is Collar and Elbow Live. Oh, like SmackDown yes. Live. Yes, but we have rebranded. We are now <laughs> we are now live and in person, and I, I don't know what I did with my lamp that I used for lighting in here. Because the ghost, the ghost in here, has been very upset with me, and so my lighting ghost. has the media hub ghost. The one that I, I put like pillows and stuff by this door, this closet door, so it doesn't open on its own anymore, <laughs> like it did at one time. Numerous occasions to include the flicker of lights. You are in the haunted room of the show. It's not good. There's no. This isn't good lighting either. Now that we're talking about how good our atmospherics look. This is kind of trash. But I'm in the living room, bubs, and honestly, why not? The uh, the podcast room looks different than it did, and uh, I don't know. Yes. Open space. There's the, the dogs aren't walking around yet, but they may. You you know about this. Things so, well, change all the time. They, That's life. They do. That's how it happens. They may lap, lap up some water here shortly. I'll let you know. And I, I have a puppy that is obsessed with me, so she might be making an appearance if These she's having Unplanned, issues. unscheduled talents arriving. But that's what, Bobs, that's what happens when you're live. I guess. Okay. It's live TV. Yes. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, great. Thank you for joining us. Uh, but we would love to have you join us on the live, live YouTube Ugh, excuse me. So, there is a lot going on in the world of wrestling. And if you don't know, we are a podcast about wrestling. And now a live YouTube show about, about wrestling. About all I was about things. to say about podcasting. About podcasting. But this is, we're here to we can. You. We're, we're to constantly rebranding. So we will help you help you on your podcasting journey. Have you heard about it? If that's what you because we, please enlighten us. If you're listening to the podcast, you probably have already heard about Anchor. Right, you've heard thanks that to yes. Um, oh man! But 
I, I haven't drank enough yet. Now it's really you, you've had your stogie. I've been drinking in I the did. in the meantime. Uh, the mean time. That's an odd turn of phrase. But you turn you, my phrase. Good one. All right. Bubs, there's a lot happening in wrestling. And, and frankly, there's too much happening in WWE. I've realized this over the last six There's a lot six going days. on. Too much. It's even hard to tell where the lines are right now between NXT and the main roster. And that's not a bad thing. But Is NXT the main roster aren't now? Because I mean, might, they can be. But um, there's some. I don't know. There's multiple people possibly performing on two different nights this weekend. Because if you didn't know, guess what's happening? Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call. War games. War games. War games. War games. War games. I fucking Steve William Regal is underrated. Lord Steven Regal. He needs to be was talked about more. One of my He's favorite WCW. Such that a was man. Awful. That was awful. <laughs> That's how you rib a guy still. Yes, that's when you're tired of someone and their shit. <laughs> yeah. But he's too good of a technical asset on the in the on the field <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> uh, Pups, I burnt my jacket earlier how did when you I was lighting. I was lighting up my cigar with a match because I'm a classy okay. individual, and I was putting the uh, match out like so. Okay. And then when I went back, it released out of my hand and landed on my jacket. I thought it was already out, but then I saw flames come up, and I was like, "This isn't good." Those flames were not there before, and <laughs> they weren't. Have they weren't now. I was it yeah. ruined? No, it's not ruined. You can barely tell unless I point it out. Hey, I lit myself on fire. Well, you're telling us and the entire world now, Bubs. Everyone that's that's joining us right now live and that's going to be listening in later on the podcast or on the show, mostly joining us later. <laughs> less live than we want however you're right have you been posting it on twitter i have been less twitter active like i didn't i uh, have little faith in you when it comes to scheduling this lately so i have not been very active oh, excuse me that i have let me just go ahead and plug very sick children you always play that card that is an overbooked story it's not a card that i enjoy playing <laughs> I, I don't you. do the booking okay the mother mo- nature does the booking when and we- she I don't like her. When we start talking about a topic, I will need you to look at your Facebook Messenger because we'll talk about a couple topics of pictures I sent you, bring <laughs> okay. a couple things. But um, I will show <laughs> if they're good enough. I will show them to the world. I, well, you—they're on Twitter. That's where I got them from. So the world knows. Uh-huh. Yes, if it's on Twitter, the world knows. It's true. But uh, we just had SmackDown Live. It just the happened. last tech. This is the go home show for Survivor Series, and. Honestly, you can't. You couldn't call Raw a go home show or, or NXT a go home show. This was the legit go home show because we've got Survivor Series coming up on Sunday, we do. and every brand is being represented. And maybe more importantly, we have War Games on Saturday, which you you have all your top talents being utilized on Survivor Series yep. if you're NXT. But you also have to put together a pay-per-view you do. the night before, which is going to be great. I mean, we know this fact. for a fact. So, so how do you do there, it? There's a lot. Exactly. There's a lot on the plate of those booking uh, NXT. 
And I'm very interested in seeing how tomorrow night shakes out, uh, along with Sunday, seeing just how much NXT gets the rub. Which they should, right? I and mean, we can talk about this in detail in a minute, but uh, yeah. that that's going to be an interesting... The whole weekend will be interesting, actually, leading up till next year. Yes. Make a post on Facebook also, Bubs. Tag me in it. And... Okay, sure. I'll do your dirty work for you. Thank you. God. Yeah. I don't like doing you it. You patronize me more than you should, but yeah. We don't have a Patreon. Oh. He make he makes it appear. We don't have, we don't have a Patreon. That's true. For those of you that know what that is, I I patronize I my gym. <laughs> well, well no. I'm the pigs. <laughs> okay, so um, oh, there's the dog slurping. And there we go. Down. Yep, there's the dogs making their first appearance of the night. That's Daisy. She comes in. Oh, she's yeah. new. She, yeah, well, uh, new Because it was Zeus that was really, yeah. he was really over in the beginning that, of this he podcast. Was. She's she's almost two, so she's not new, but she is relatively new to our show, and she, she weighs in at about 70 pounds for being as short as she is, so she's wide and thick. Okay. But, um, you new, don't have to new, say it like that. New Brunswick, myself. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm pulling out a lot of a lot of highlights tonight, Bubs. A lot of yes, as we should because we this is new. We're, we've rebranded ourselves. We're here for comedy wrestling in the podcast form is an underrated thing. So here we are, and I've been riding the drunk commentary train for about eight months now, and we've really yet to get fully behind it, except for Ken <laughs> on a few occasions by himself. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> yeah. so, when um, I get into it, I get too into it. I've been on like I've last been time left my own devices for two hours that I've been drinking, and uh, that mm-hmm. looks like water that you're drinking. And if it is, it's fine. It's not. It is Sprite and okay. cherry vodka. I want NXT to rule the weekend. Yes, I feel. Doesn't it feel like it should? They have at the end of almost every show, and even NXT. NXT has been left feeling like the bigger brand, and has been already getting slight rubs to a degree of what that can mean on a weekly show. But it's which, been happening, which means we're we're set up to yeah. to be disappointed in in a way. But they can't really give us anything that we would overly love from this weekend. They can't give us Seth Rollins pinning somebody in the middle of the ring to take Raw over the top because we don't want that anymore, and it wouldn't be received well. Right. So as far as because Raw and SmackDown are already established, they're already established commodities that have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. You need or in. Jeez. You need for NXT to uh, gain ground. Okay. It, it's our it, the numbers are already showing. <laughs> this that will be edited out in post production for the podcast. <laughs> it won't. No, it, no. you're done with that. Yeah, that stage of your we're coming, career. We're is... coming in live. <laughs> but the numbers are already showing that NXT is uh, moving up. It, it has beaten AEW in the ratings. It almost got a million viewers. Uh, this this whole Survivor Series build has been tremendous for NXT. Has. And you, you have to keep building on this momentum. Now is not the time to lean on what you always lean on. Now is the time to continue to push forward 
and to continue to grow a brand that is growing. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost doing a million viewers. And that's a big deal for an NXT. Yeah, for a, a middle of the week Wednesday night show. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty huge. NXT has been kind of put into the Survivor Series conflict. And the only reason Survivor Series is relatively not special because it's not, but it feels different this year is because if you do part of the big four, if you do Raw versus SmackDown, it's the same build every year, especially to the traditional five on five match. Right, that never gets any different. We build a team. They're mixed of faces and heels. There's conflict within. They invade a show. We invade a show, and it goes back and forth. So last year we got it was last year, right? Brock versus Daniel Bryan. That was good from the one on. Or was it? It was Brock versus AJ Styles, right? No, it was last Daniel year, Bryan. Last year was Daniel Bryan. The yes. year before it would have been AJ Styles. So those type of matches are good because we, we rarely see champion versus champion, especially when they're separated on brands. Those, those folks never touch each other anymore. So you add NXT into this kind of war, this conflict now, and it adds something different, a brand new taste that we have not had for several years because it's just been Raw versus SmackDown. And that does get stale even if it happens once a year. So you put in right. you put in NXT. We don't quite yet know. I think who their five on five on five members will be. We can make some kind of assumptions who don't, it's going to be. Yeah, I don't think that's been announced yet. No, which but, is weird because usually that's announced pretty right. Early on. I'm sure it'll depend on how Saturday goes, and we'll get more clarity from that. But there's there's great stuff happening on Saturday alone. If you don't even think about Survivor Series, what NXT is doing. And like you mentioned, and we haven't been able to talk about it a lot. I've only talked about it on Twitter with some folks. But NXT won a week this week. They beat AEW for the first time in the, I guess, five weeks, I think, that it's really been a true competition. So it's significant because it almost is a million, like you're saying. That means a lot. And those numbers kind of continue to – they fluctuate a bit. But this was a huge step up. And NXT is pulling out a lot of – the cards and at WWE really for NXT because they're, they're putting out main roster guys onto that show to really help get over the NXT brand, especially for the build the survivor series. So a lot of stuff is happening and I'm excited to watch it. Um, some things I'm, I'm a little more ho-hum about, right? I don't want to see Becky versus Bailey. I like Shayna now. I mean, we've, I, I want to see love. Becky versus Bailey. I think that would be no, a tremendous match over it. Uh, well, I mean, I definitely want to see uh, Shayna Baszler and what uh, she can do uh, on a on a bigger scale than what she has already because she's she's proven over the last year. Because you remember a year ago, uh, we weren't that high on Shayna Baszler, and I think we've definitely turned around uh, in that time span to where we're now claiming she is one of the top stars on nxt period yes she's put in the work and gotten better on the mic gotten better in the ring and she's she's been killing it it was more like two years ago for sure that we were we were very much against her because we she was a ufc fighter trying to be a wwe wrestler performer and we didn't see it yet but bubs they have forced her to be strong and they've made her almost unbeatable and i've liked it because she's gotten so much She's gotten so good now. Yes, she's it's gotten much better. She's not on the level of a Becky Lynch, obviously, but like or a Bailey, with, and and Bailey too. And she's her being thrust into a position like this, where it's champion versus champion versus champ, triple threat. 
her her getting the opportunity on the stage like this is going to be great for her, not just NXT. I mean, NXT is going to flourish because of this weekend for sure. But if she can get licks in against a you know a Bailey and a and a Becky, and I don't know if they would have her win if they'd actually have her pin Bailey, but that that could be huge. So that's why I'm saying this whole weekend has a lot a lot riding on it for guys and gals like Shayna and even I mean even and Adam Cole for his. For his credibility. Right, and even Undisputed Era, like Bobby Fish and O'Reilly against uh, the Viking Raiders and New Day, I think, um, in that champion's match for the tag titles. This is great stuff for these guys, so it's it's a lot to watch. This is a very fun weekend where I really yes. don't care who wins anything because, I mean, the title matches are going to happen, right? Adam Cole's going to defend his, but really, aside from that, we don't expect Daniel Bryan to beat The Fiend, so there's no, no. real title changes so let's enjoy the week. Well, Survivor Series has never really been much for title changes unless there's been a uh, title tournament yeah. or a screw job happening uh, or anything like that. The Survivor Series was never big on like big title changes. Yeah. But what it can do is it can help build credibility for I don't want to say lower level performers. Mm-hmm. But the the guys and girls from NXT need a major rub. Yeah. And Survivor Series is the perfect way to let that happen because there's not a lot of one-on-one matches. And what, what have we always said? In triple threats, anything can happen. Yeah. Triple threats are the perfect way to take a title off of somebody. Triple threats are the perfect way to get a win for someone without the person taking the loss being hurt in it. So this is the perfect opportunity for some of these NXT stars to get in. And they don't even have to win. They just not have to, just don't have to lose. Don't lose. Right. Right. So, and, and, and have a great showing. Even if you do lose, you, you have a great showing. Like this is the perfect opportunity for NXT to firmly plant themselves as the, really, as the best brand in wrestling, period, which they have been, and they currently are, but for a larger audience to to finally realize, like, okay, these guys aren't just a lower level. They're not just developmental. This is a legit a legit show that we need to, to focus on because we're getting some of the best wrestling in the entire world. We talk about this every year. How this time of the year, the fall, right? The the pre winter yes. is a very ho hum. Fall of the fall, as is, uh, busted open, always said. WWE kind of phones it in to a degree, and we just get some things happening, and that's kind of happened, right? Hell in a Cell sucked. Saudi Arabia was what it was. We got a new champion that gave us something to look forward to, but now yes. we run into Survivor Series, which. Survivor Series is almost a carbon copy of itself year in and year out. Not a lot changes right. except for the people playing different roles. And now we have a different role being played. And this is why I say it's kind of an exciting weekend because I, I don't care really about any of the title matches because nothing's going to change, I think. I'm here to yeah. watch faces, guys go up against each other that we have not seen. We don't know who Adam Cole's going to face for the title. Like, when was the last time we saw Brock versus Rey Mysterio one-on-one in an actual match? I'm sure it's happened. But... That's probably that's been a, a while, that's a, right? What year do we have to go back to? For I that know. To so, and there's it's been a good build for that. Now, I have taken a huge dump on Survivor Series 
in the past. Yes. Because there's been little to no build of significance. Mm -hmm. This not only has been one of the best built Survivor Series that I can remember, but is also one of the best built pay-per-views that I can remember. Okay. Uh, when was the last time you've... Because this this entire year, you you would tell me, hey, are you watching uh, such and such this weekend? And I go, that that's this weekend? Okay, yeah. That's, um, ha- no, that's happened I'm every gonna... month except for WrestleMania this year. Yeah, so... You ask me, hey, are you watching Survivor Series? I'm going, uh, yeah, I've been ready for Survivor Series for a while now. Because they have... They have tremendous... Sorry, I'm just following the YouTube chat. Maybe I shouldn't. Oh, is it happening? Um, Let me get on there. Yes. Okay. Um, There's been a tremendous build for not only what's been going on on the main roster... But there's so much excitement for what could happen. It's been a long time since I've had a feeling of what could happen. And there, there's not, like you said, there's not going to be any title changes, and that's okay. But what could happen is the growth of the best brand in wrestling. What could happen is the creation of of superstars. What could happen is the is legacies being cemented. And or started, yeah. Or started, exactly. The Fiend, this is his chance for his uh, title reign to really kick off and begin. This is his first major title defense. Right, and it's against, against name. one of the top mm-hmm. three stars in the entire company. So there is a lot riding on this pay-per-view, and because of that, I am very excited to see what happens. This one is different looking on paper. We get AJ Styles versus Shinsuke versus Roddy Strong. This is the only time of the year where we're going to get to see him. That match just by itself, look at those names. Like, take out the titles of what they're, you know, they're all champions. But Roddy Strong versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. You can put those guys in any one-on-one yes. matches, and that shit has the ability to go, you know, five stars. Well, six stars, because we're on six-star productions. <laughs> yeah, this is six-star productions, yes. Bubs. And... But uh, that match can be great if they allow it to, but, you know, we're in the, we're in the WWE system, so hold your right. excitement a little bit. We're, we're very excited about what could happen, but then mm. we, we get brought back down to earth with the reality of what will probably happen. Yeah. So, but that's okay because that. we'll have NXT to give us our wrestling that we need the night before, and we'll have wall games. The, the wall games. We'll have the excitement of the what if on Sunday because this is a major weekend in wrestling. We don't get a lot of dual weekends like this from WWE, but it's a big four, like you said earlier, right? The Survivor yes. Series is good shit. War Games has now cemented its place in in um, November, and I'm excited. So, Bubs, fuck weekends yes. in wrestling. Yeah. And wall games. Wall games. We haven't even we haven't even jumped into that. Um, There's two war games matches this week. Women's one. I and know. Match. Love it. I I don't know how excited I am about that. This might be one of the yeah, okay. The, as excited as I am about Survivor Series, this might be the least I've been excited about an NXT takeover, which sucks. But it's the true, saving though. grace. The saving grace is. There has not been a bad NXT takeover. There, has so, there hasn't been a bad War although, Games match either. Although there hasn't been a tremendous build for War Games, which makes sense because the build has been solely focused on Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. 
just like we talked about with Survivor Series, what could happen is exciting, but what will probably happen, not so much. Sure. With NXT, what could happen, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what to be excited about. But what will happen is going to be tremendous wrestling with some great in-ring storytelling happening. Absolutely. Regardless. Because Finn Balor is back on the brand permanently, it looks like. And he's a major star, right? We're, we're told to believe that. And I have my disagreements towards that. But he's a major guy. And he's back on the brand now. And if he's a top guy, then the top of the NXT roster looks very strong now. Especially if we're supposed to believe also. You've never been sold on Finn Balor. What is it about Finn Balor? And I know we've talked about this before, but I want you to, to make that definitive I wish, statement. I wish I had Right a here and now, statement. I'm giving yeah, you the platform maybe... to... Tell me why you don't like Finn Balor. What was Kevin Nash's quote? Vanilla white. Uh, uh, Did he mi- call him midget? Midget white. Yeah, I forget the oh. exact. There's words. a reason Kevin Nash is not in the business anymore. <laughs> he thinks he is, but <laughs> well, it's yeah. not. It's not that. There's. there's don't no, turn there's, your back on the There's nothing back. great about Finn Balor that just draws my attention. I really can't explain to you what it is. He's just not my guy. Okay. Have you watched any of his matches? I have. I've gotten mildly excited about them at best. I've watched all. He's been. What do you mean? He's been in a lot of positions, Bubs. I've been forced to watch his matches. It's not like I've had a choice. Well, I'm just saying. Um, yes, his character has never been anything to be excited about. But the demon character, the demon is awesome. Right. That's I different. Love I, I will agree with that. Demon Balor. Um, I. I I can't say anything about him is uh, extraordinary. He's the. Yeah. I bet he does extraordinary things, though, doesn't oh, he? Oh, God, they are extraordinary. <laughs> they are so ordinary. The point, the point is, Bubs, and I kind of want to make this a, a topic of conversation. When but he's talk, a big star. That's like, he is, And he's been a big he, star he every following. Yep, he has done great things, which I think it's, it's good for him to be in NXT because. There's too much power on the WWE roster. They could have moved anybody down, and it would have been a good decision. It just happened to be Balor. So what I mean by conversation with this is when you look at NXT by just looking at the roster, like there's a lot of guys. Like When you think of them, do you think they're top card main guys, or are they not? So when I say Finn Balor, what do you think? In NXT, you're saying? In in NXT, yeah. Uh, Top guard, yeah. Just looking at the fan reaction, yes. Finn Balor can be a top card guy. Matt Riddle. No. Not yet or no? Not yet. Okay. Definitely not yet, but yes, potential is there. Okay. Pete Dunne. Oh, absolutely. 1,000%. Damien Priest. Oh, the potential is the through potential. the roof. Thank you. Okay. Tommaso Ciampa. He's not there yet, but oh, Tommaso Ciampa, 8 million times, yes. I've, I've said my piece about him, and I have so much more to say I love it. about him. But yes. Keith Lee. Uh, not at the moment, but yes, I think Do- he could be a top card guy. Dominic Dijakovic. No, I don't see it with him. Okay, and we both agree on the Velveteen Dream, right? So, Yo, and then yeah. and then Adam Cole. So you you name off a bunch of guys when you start naming all these singles wrestlers, at least seventy five percent of them we look at as guys that are like either at the top or we're like, dude, next next takeover you're going to be a top guy. 
Yeah. That's all NXT does. It's a goddamn revolving door of talent. They just keep going up and up and up. And now they put in a guy like Killian Dane into this triple threat match, right? And I'm like, okay, I can get behind Killian Dane because we loved him when he was, you know, in tags and in war games. And we're like, you did. You were I, a big fan. I of was him. all. About, I was much more of a fan than you did. But even yes. you saw potential in the guy from an athleticism uh, perspective. Right. As a as a big man, I yeah. always thought that he had some uncanny uh, characteristics, godly godly things. Yes. Even, even Roddy Strong, we're like, all right, he's the mid card champion, but he can be thrust into the, that main event spot at any moment. He can turn on the undisputed era, go face, and be right back at the top of the card. So the point is, is NXT gives you a shit ton of singles wrestlers who are either it's a- on the brink or on the absolute top of the card week in and week out, and take yep. over in and take over out. And we don't even have the Velveteen Team Dream on this card because he's not. He's on basically his leave, if you will, during. Which is this is what they should do. This is how WWE should run things. This is how you manage time off. Oh my God! Like how how has NXT run so? I I I want to say perfectly. You do want to because it's it's because we don't have anything bad to say about them ever. And a little bit of us we're jaded. We like the brand, right? Yeah. And it, our subjectivity towards that kind of skews that, but. But, but everything right. Yes, like Velveteen Dream, he's been off of TV uh, recently, and they, they had that backstage segment where the Undisputed Era beat him up, and and, and you know what? Written off he's TV. still in my mind. He he's is. been off TV, but he's still in my mind because he was built a way that I'm always going to be thinking about the Velveteen Dream. Uh, he's off TV. All I'm thinking about is I want to see the Velveteen Dream come back. And when he comes back, I'm going to be like, I'm so glad I have the Velveteen Dream back. And you could do that with anyone. You could do that with Adam Cole. You, you could take him off TV and, and be like, man, I can't wait for Adam Cole to come back. Yeah. And then Adam Cole comes back, and you're like, oh, great, Adam Cole, baby. Boom. You know, the whole shtick. Yep. And you're just like, man, I missed him. I'm so glad he's on TV Cause, because these guys are not being overexposed. And that's what the biggest issue has been with people on the main roster. Look at Seth Rollins. At one point, Seth Rollins was the biggest star or one of the top three biggest stars in all of WWE. But you know what happened? He started becoming overexposed. He was on TV two or three segments every, almost every show. So fans start to turn on him. Fans forced his face turn because they were like, we, we love this guy. He has to be a face. Yeah. He becomes a face. Fans are like, why is he being shoved down our throats? We don't want him on our screen anymore because he was there every single show, three or four segments that show, and it, it becomes tiring to see someone that much. And there's no time off. So we're constantly seeing him. Yeah. And when you do that, when you overexpose these guys, they, they lose – they lose what makes them special. Look at what's happening with Roman Reigns right now. Have we seen a lot of him on TV? Only for the build for Survivor Series lately, but exactly. And you know what? People are saying people are he's getting pops when he comes out because he's Roman, yeah. And when he comes, when he gets back into the main event scene, there's not going to be many people complaining like they used to. Right, because it's been a long time. Yes, and he's not being overexposed. Mm-hmm. I think so. they're waiting for the right matchup with him. That's going to be exciting to see where that the goes. Because it, it can't be Brock, right? And it's going to be the Fiend. Even the, even the Fiend, I'm not sure if we're going to see that quite yet. Because 
I'm, WrestleMania well, is coming, and I know I don't I'm, think Bray Wyatt leaves WrestleMania with the title. I'm not ready to have that conversation with you just yet because I wouldn't believe it. But um, point is, is there's way too much talent on the NXT roster, but they're managing it all perfectly, which has got to be right. the most difficult part in wrestling is the management of all your talent and where to put them properly week in and week out. Seth Rollins is a great example because he went from being the uber baby face that we all wanted to knock off Brock and it happened and then things just didn't go the way as fans none of us wanted. It wasn't just a, a group of fans. It was most of us saying, damn, this isn't looking good. It's not sounding no. good. I don't like it. We need to change it up. So I, I don't know where he ends up going. That, not saying that he needs to turn necessarily to face or to heal, but... But so we can we can both away. agree that heel Seth Rollins is much better than face Seth Rollins. 2015 Seth Rollins was tremendous. I'll agree, and that's one of your favorites to talk about in recent memory because it was it so is. it was long. He had that whole reign of his was very well done. Yes, but but you want to talk about being overexposed? He was a double champ and was defending both titles. <laughs> Right? I think he, he defended both titles he, at Survivor Series. I think he also did it on like a Raw too. There, was I, it, I, no, I, it was SummerSlam because they had yes, because Survivor Series that year was the tournament for the title. Okay, that Sheamus. No, Roman won, and then Sheamus cashed and in. Dethroned. Uh, was that when he became awful. the transitional champion? Yes, greatest transitional champion of all time. <laughs> I think I think there's some people like Ivan Koloff that would have nothing to say about that. <laughs> don't name drop on me right now. I'm just gonna start don't throwing name, out the best name transitional drop on me. champs. I will not have it all time. Um, Bob's uh, NXT yes. card. What are you most excited for? War Games one, War, War Games, Games two, or the Triple Threat match to face uh, Adam Cole the next night? Unless you're excited for Matt Riddle in the flip-flops. I don't know. I, I left that one out. I don't, I don't you know what? You you would think I would be a big Matt Riddle fan, but I'm I not would. a huge... Yeah, I know you. I, but I'm not a huge Matt Riddle fan okay. as of yet. Um, but honestly, there's not anything on the card that I'm saying I, I have to... This is must-see. I have to watch this match. Okay. I don't like that look. You just well, I only it, it come it just comes with a question. Like okay. the the first match that's uh, I don't know if it'll be the first match. That's stupid to say. Um, the the you women's women's war, women's war game match, first time ever. Yes. Is that important to you? It is a big deal. Okay, and not, I'm not, not saying... enough to watch it live, or I'm watching it live. I'm, okay. So to caveat what I said earlier. I said there's not anything that I feel is must-watch. Okay. But that just means I'm not marking my calendar. I'm not saying this is – at this time, I am 100% sitting down, and I can't miss this. Okay. I can't look on Twitter and see this get spoiled. But Fair. with that being said, I know that what's going to be presented to us is going to be great. Because all the previous War Games matches to this have been very well done. Yes. So I don't and there's want nothing to that tells me watch it. otherwise. Exactly. Okay. So I'm going to watch it. I, I'm not super excited about it because there hasn't been a great build. Fair. So, so I'm not super excited about it. But that goes back to what I said earlier. This is called a recall. Uh, with NXT, it's not what... 
could happen. It's what I know is going to happen. Mm. And what I know is going to happen is that there's going to be a great card from top to bottom that's going to be enjoyable. And because of that, I'm excited to see it. Okay. Does that does that satiate that, your that, appetite nice for word. Uh, for an answer? It does. For, and I I just want to know who faces Adam Cole the next night. Is it going to be Pete Dunne, Killian Dane, or Damian Priest? I hope it's Pete Dunne because ah. Pete Dunne is the best wrestler in all of WWE. Wow! I got him on tape saying it. Because <laughs> listen here, I think. Damian Priest is a stud, and he's going to be a big star. But not today. But guess what? Yeah. I didn't think that until I watched him wrestle Pete Dunne on NXT Live. Okay. After that match, I said, that guy is going to be a stud and a major star. But you but you know what the, the common denominator there is? He was in the ring with Pete Dunne. Okay. And we all know what Pete Dunne did with his NXT UK title. And all those yeah. things before Walter came along and did his stuff as well. Yeah, and, Walter is yep. Well, Walter's that, a bad dude. Walter deserves his own episode eighty one yes. of the podcast, but <laughs> it's just called I'm, Walter. Walter just, live. Walter live, but not with him. Just us. I, <laughs> I am, I am uberly behind the Damian Priest push when it comes. Probably, yes. probably summertime next year would be great. By then, the Velveteen Dream will be champion, and Damian will still be a, an uber heel. I like that. Imagine the charisma, because Velveteen much. Dream just oozes just charisma. He 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 might be the most charismatic individual that we've seen in over a decade. I'm fucking, there's not Damian, enough I get of him. Yeah, I know. Damian Priest oozes natural, just pure charisma. Where where the Velveteen Dream is, he can he could just he, yep. he could talk and. I I can't right now you cannot, because I'm just you're... thinking about it. <laughs> too much. <laughs> it is too much. But but Damian Priest just he just has that when he when he walks out you can just see it. He uh, he has that it factor. Bubs on a Once side note, owned, you you let me finish. You write. Go ahead. Yes. Yes, I write. <laughs> I write. Okay. You write. You, you write. You write. <laughs> <laughs> Once he hones all of the attributes that make him such a raw talent, he will become one of the biggest stars in NXT. Like when he's not 23 years old and still growing? Yeah, that. Uh, I, as I was going to plug real quick, because this Thank deserves you. a plug. Uh, side note. Luka Doncic had 30 tonight and 14 yes, assists. He did because and Luka is an absolute... The Mavericks I saw that, the but I didn't want to bring it up. I will because I think it deserves One, it. They have scored 140 points in back-to-back games. I just want That's a thing. that to be known. Luka is an absolute monster. And what better transition from Dirk... And to Luca, then another European player, and possibly Kristaps yes. Porzingis. Why not? Let's go from from Dirk, a perennial MVP, to Luca, uh, the second coming, because that's what he's doing. He's putting up LeBron style numbers. I love it, and I'll tune in every week, Bubs. This is going to yes. need you to check your Facebook and the, see the images that I sent you earlier on the Messenger. You said on Messenger regarding. Um, I put out a 
some votes earlier. Uh, I think it was either yesterday or, or earlier today. It was yesterday, actually, regarding the <laughs> Impact World Title. <laughs> Do you hate women's wrestling? <laughs> not is, as much as this guy. Not I, as much as this guy. So, um, I commonly get hit with this from you, but anyway. Um, real, real conversation real quick. I do um, ask you that question you often. Uh, Impact is trending in a direction where Sammy Callahan, Sammy Callahan is going to defend the Impact world title against Tessa Blanchard. It's going to happen. She's going to challenge for the world title. So my question to Twitter, and to, to those of you wow. listening as well, this was, guy is what, got what is your what is your real reaction when she does win the Impact world title? Because I see it yes. as a foregone conclusion. So I put out some numbers out there. Everyone in Twitter, aside from a, a few people, were fucking excited, which was one of the categories I put out there. So, Bubs, mm-hmm. topic of conversation before we get to the negative stuff about this is somebody like Tessa Blanchard, who's easily, maybe not easily, but it's a debate between her and a, a, you know, a couple people. She's the best women's wrestler on the planet. If she is the world champion of a brand, Impact World yes. title, does that mean shit and... If it does, what does it mean? You know, if if someone asked me, should they do this? Should they pull the trigger on this? You know what my response is? Mm-hmm. It is, why not? Okay. Because one, she is the most over wrestler on that entire roster right yes. now. There is no one more popular. There is no one more talked about than Tessa Blanchard. Yep. You know what... Uh, nine out of ten wrestling promoters throughout history would do if they had a person that was uh, the most popular, the most talked about, and easily the most marketable on their roster? Put the belt on them. They would put the strap on them. So if that person happens to be a female who is booked as a badass, Mm -hmm. a female who can go in the ring, a female who Who they have shown... Ryan Cage. Yes. who, Who they have shown is tough, can go and is believable then why the hell not okay wwf could have did it with china they could have done it with china she's the probably the only real example during the time especially in the late 90s and maybe early 2000s depending on who your champion was that where they could have pulled the trigger on her as a legit world champion and you know what there's there's really no one in wwe that you can do that with because the president's president isn't there why not for uh, a company that has struggled as long as Impact has, a company trying to get their foothold in such a crowded uh, market that is Fucking wrestling? The weeks are packed. Why not do something that sets you apart? Why not Why not break the mold? Ah, you're taking my argument. Exactly. Go with it. Run. Yes. Because, one, yes, there will be people that say, I, I can't believe they put the world title on a woman. How dare they? They have desecrated, uh, or, you know, poor, poor Jeff Jarrett, like this person uh, mentioned on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, uh, who said, absolutely horrible, and he feels bad for Jeff Jarrett because he didn't intend his company to be so terrible. Well, guess what? His company right now, well, it's not his anymore, it's but right. Impact Wrestling is probably 2A when it comes to the best wrestling show on television right now. And you know why that is? It's because of Tessa Blanchard. Yep. Because of her, and because of how the show has been booked recently, more and more people are talking about Impact. And you know what happens when more and more people talk 
about your show, more and more people will start watching said show. And when those people watch, they go, man, you should really check out this show. They tell their friends, they start watching. They tell their friends, they start watching. And you know what happens? Your viewers go up. Your ratings get higher. You make more money. And when there's one person that makes you more money than the others, you put your title on them. You know why Stone Cold and The Rock ran the late 90s, early 2000s? Mm. Because no one made more money than them. No one in history has made more money than Stone Cold. So what did, what did WWE do? They made him the champ. It's the only logical thing to do. Whoever is making you the most money, they become the champ. Yep. And, and just like our friend of the show just mentioned on YouTube uh, live chat, if Impact puts the belt on Tessa, he said he would immediately become more interested in Impact. There we go. And that's and I'm going to cut you off right there because this is where I'm, I'm going to take my part in. This is such an easy decision for me if I'm anywhere involved in Impact or I'm a fan because Tessa is the biggest star on that brand. I like Brian Cage. Yes. I can get behind Sammy Callahan sometimes. There's good shit never liked that, that does go on in Impact. Sorry. The point is, is that she has done a lot of work. She has separated herself from just the Blanchard name, really, and gotten away from that and her father and the, the company that the horseman brings with all that. And she has now become Tessa Tully. She is now a big star. And she is the best women's wrestler on the planet. You can compare her up there with Charlotte and Becky. So this is an easy decision because they, everything that you just said, if they make her a champion, it's so different that a woman as world, ty- as world champion holding the belt, I want to go see what the hell she does with that thing. It's going to make yes. me find a way to make – if I don't have the channel, I'll find another way to find the highlights. I might follow their Twitter, right? I'm going to do something on social media. It's going to bump. And they, they do a ton on they YouTube. Do. They so, do Twitch and, too, I believe. So yes. Whatever it is, they're going to get my – they're going to get the bump from me, whether it's a follow, a like, a subscribe, a watch – because I want to see what the first ever real women's world heavyweight champion does with the belt. Impact is not what it really could have been. It's not a huge major brand, but we all know what it is, right? It's sitting there in the middle of a week time slot, and it has a few good wrestlers on it, and we like what they do, but they're just not consistent, right? And they're no Ring of Honor anymore, thank God. Ring of Honor's fallen off the planet. Jeez. You don't want to talk about a fall from grace. Yeah, and that's what I hope that they cannot do. So... This has this is so far away from a sexism conversation that it's more about oh absolutely do the right business decision as as great and as big as Brian Cage is he put her over for a reason I think I think that happened so I think Sammy Callahan would do the exact same thing and they can have they can have that feud continue to go on point is very simply I want it to happen as a fan I want to see what she can do because it's going to get my attention you and I might even have to be forced to have a conversation about what happened on impact this week bubs we need to talk I about it. we don't do that rarely no, we if don't. Ever, unless something major happens or we talk about one of their pay-per-views we don't talk about impact wrestling much at all and if that happens guess what we're going to be doing we're going <laughs> to be watching some impact and talking about impact right, and you know what be... you know what they they don't even have to pull the trigger right now but what they can do is, if they if they're not quite ready to pull the trigger, you can have a highly competitive match. Let her lose clean. Let her lose dirty. Let her lose. But sh- the match is booked in a way that it shows if if it's highly competitive, they're like, wow, oh, she could really pull this off. She can go. Mm-hmm. And if she loses, they go, no, 
I want her to get a rematch. I want I want to see this run back again. Right, especially if Sammy pulls his heel shit. That's an easy thing exactly. to continue on. You're going to get oh, my attention. Man. Give him give me minutes. the book. <laughs> Impact. Give me the book. Let's let's write Damn it right it. now, as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> you know they they watch the show and they're they they're big fans yeah, and listeners to, to the show. Yeah, uh, and we appreciate that about them. Nah. But I mean, you don't pull the trigger now. If not. Pull it, pull it soon. Sure. Because this is the hottest that your brand has been. This is the most talked about that it has been in a long time. So why not capitalize on this momentum? Okay, I, I don't disagree with you at all, and I'm, it was a point I had to bring up. I'm not yelling because, at you. Well, you you're, you're talking I'm, to me I'm strong. Not, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at Impact. That's our okay. friends. I love I love doing these type of real polls where I get people's like honest opinion, and it's a real conversation because we get a lot of good feedback, and the numbers are ridiculous in the favor of this. Because what do they have to lose? The answer is nothing. You're they not. Don't have anything to you're lose. not competing with AEW right now as far as TV numbers. You don't. They have lost marketing. their credibility a long time ago. Yeah. This will help build their credibility. Yes. Believe it or not, as as backwards and as almost against the industry as it is to say we're going to make a woman our world champion, you have the perfect situation at hand. And again, you can do it. Lay it down. Let her run with it. Let her win it once. I don't care. Let's just see what the fuck happens because you're going to get a bump in numbers, ratings, likes, subscribes, yeah. all these things, all because of her. And if she runs with it, my God, you've got something special. And yeah, special you think Becky Lynch is a, a big deal? Tessa Blanchard will blow her out of the water right, as a world champion. Yeah, like uh, this. This you want to talk about a women's revolution? This, this oof. would be a true stepping stone for the legitimacy and the credibility of women wrestlers throughout the entire industry. Goodness. Just gonna, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just going to lay that out there. Take it however you will, Impact and other, other wrestling brands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's everyone else. Ring of Honor just released their women's uh, champion un- unexpectedly. So that's Ring of cool. Honor should just release themselves unexpectedly. Just them to do something good. This is not going to be a bash Ring of Honor show. I've, I've made my thoughts known on Twitter two days ago about your entire brand, but y'all be trash and I ain't watching your product. <laughs> so move on. Yes, poor Jay Lethal. Like, if anyone deserves oh, so much people. more, go to he, AEW at least. Yes. Oh God, if he went to AEW, that would, I would, move my eyeballs over there. Yeah. Win Ugh. Win. That'll put butts in seats. That'll put butts in the seats. <laughs> Thank you, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Just the great. I remember fan pop of all time. I remember that line, and so I didn't think else. anything of it because I didn't really. Because he called him Mick Foley, right? Yeah, they, they put the title on Mick Foley. Not Mick Foley. That'll put butts and in the seats. At the yeah. time, I didn't know who Mick Foley was. I knew Mankind. Okay. But I didn't know the three faces of Foley. I also was young and thought Dude Love was someone completely different. Yes, you were an idiot so, child. I love it. Me too. Was, we were like 10. You were, like, so yeah, we were like nine, buffs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I, so I didn't think anything of it. I'm sure, like, the older marks of the day, uh, that it's just... And I want to I talk about that. You know, what... Do you do you remember that as a kid? Do you remember live, that? I do not remember no? live. Okay. No. I remember him being champion, but 
that was at a random time in 98 and I I couldn't tell you where I was or was it wasn't you know watching shit live I remember the feuds and I remember seeing the highlights but I can't I wouldn't have been watching it live God, I remember so you know what let's talk about hmm. I know a moment that both of us remember live that happened so I want to and that's something I want to jump into. Uh, the Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy in a ladder match Raw. For, on Raw for the Undisputed Championship. Okay. You watched that live, correct? When that match was happening, what were some of your young... You know, we were... That happened, what, 2012? Yeah. 2000, no, 2002. We, we, worked, we, were we were 12, 12 I think. Yes. I think it was 2002. What was your 12-year-old mind going through during during that moment? Uh, I do remember the idea of belief that Jeff Hardy could win the match. Because, yes. and I, I can tell you Because it was a ladder match. Because it was... It was, yep. And it was mostly because of commentary telling me why, which I, I knew all the thoughts... Because like the advantage of Jeff Hardy being a ladder specialist, of being yeah. faster, being quicker, all these things that commentary was telling me to build up face Jeff Hardy and heel Undertaker, I was believing at the time because everything was everything looked to be in the advantage of Jeff Hardy except the Undertaker stands in front of him. So I can tell you that it was living off the, the idea of almost fantasy that Jeff could beat the Undertaker because he had the advantage due to match type. Right, and so going through the match, I never really thought that Jeff Hardy would actually win. Okay. But the moment he hits the Undertaker with the chair. The chair shot, absolutely. The chair shot completely changed my perception of that match. And I I just remember being almost euphoric. I want to watch it. Hold on. I I was jumping up and down. I was screaming at my TV just like JR was screaming at Jeff Hardy to climb the damn line. Make yourself famous, kid. Make yourself. Oh, good line. That line, like, when that was going on, like, t- tell me, like, I, I felt almost euphoric. How, how did you feel after so, that chair shot as he's... The chair shot is unique because the crowd pops extremely hard for it, right? And JR does perfect commentary timing with it as well. So when you hear it, it's like, Again, I, since I was living off the idea of belief the entire time, I'm like, oh my god, that's the one shot he needed. Because he needed something big to beat The yes. Undertaker. You just can't beat The Undertaker, right? So when he pulled out the chair, and it was an unprotected chair shot, you know, he takes it fucking to the dome. I'm yes. like, oh my god, just climb the fucking ladder and the match is over. So yes, I can Go, Jeff, please. Oh my I god, can, climb, climb. I can tell you that I believed it when it happened. And it was hard to believe, but... Because at the time, Jeff Hardy was... Probably my number one guy. Okay. I even had a cat that I named Jeff after <laughs> Jeff. Of him? Yes. Wrestling had a so, influence on us. Yeah, it did. Wrestling's weird like that. Thank you. Yes, Kenny Oak for booking and creative, of course. That's how I- what? So loud. Sorry. Climb the ladder, kid. Yes, JR. What a and fucking and, run shot. And he didn't win. No. And I remember being let down, but then he showed the resilience of keep he kept getting up. He stood to up, get, right? Yeah. To get beat up 
once again by The Undertaker. So when finally The Undertaker just gave him his due. And I remember thinking after that, Jeff could really do it. Like, he could really be a champ. And it's so simple. Bubs, knowing what you know now about like, kind of like the backstageness and how The Undertaker was the, the top dog, does it change your idea of like the top, you know, Undertaker was the manager of the locker room basically, right? So with him to shake hands and lift up Jeff Hardy, it, it changed my perspective a little bit when I, be, when I got smart to the business knowing that that happened, especially Undertaker as champion, lifting up Jeff Hardy, shaking his hand, saying, hey kid, you got it in you, right? Because Hardy went yes. on to win wor- multiple world titles, right? several companies so he he did and it was really only his own self-destructive absolutely tendencies that ruined an otherwise stellar career right with an with an incredible resume of what it could have been so he he still had great success and the writing was on the wall way back then the writing was on the wall in 99 when the hardy boys were doing edge and christian and dudley things right for all of them except for really aside from devon right devon yes was the only one who did not win world titles yep at some point, it wasn't made for him. But he was in aces and eights. If he would have had a, if he could have pulled out of had a character like Bully Ray out of his pocket, I mean, that's really the only yes. reason Bubba Ray got a world title was because Calfzilla. Of yeah, and I it remember worked, when that was a thing. Very good in TNA. Bully Ray was it a did. great character. So he was, and I mean, Jeff Hardy was a great character. What Willow or Jeff Hardy? Which one? Both, actually. Okay. Sure. Um. God, that entire crew. I mean, Christian was the first one to jump to TNA and become a world champ. champ yeah. And then came back and won a world championship with mm-hmm. WWE Edge, as we all know. Do, do I need to get on my soapbox? I'd rather we not talk about Edge today, at least. But that entire that entire TLC match was filled with <laughs> some world of the... Champs. Yeah, yes, with Hall of Famers. <laughs> Literally, everyone on there is a Hall of Famer future hall of famer i need i need to find a mark who's done the numbers but like let's add up all six of those those people's title reigns like from every title they've held i wonder oh every title period not just world title not world i'm talking tag team mid card because edge is like a what nine time tag team champ or something like that and 11 time world champ and you got all the intercontinental titles that were held and then multiple titles by Hardy and, and uh, Matt Hardy as well. And from TNA, do we throw the hardcore title in there? We do because Jeff Hardy had his hand on there too. Ah, a lot of good stuff. Yes. Good times. If, if you're watching and you want to do that research for us, because we won't, we will not do it. I will find someone that's done it and the math could be wrong, but I'll believe whatever number you show me. We can go to Wikipedia, create a spreadsheet. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah, boom. We're in. I've got to take a... Oh, God. i got to take a... Sorry. Yes. i got to take a Microsoft Office course here. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know Excel as well as I should, that's for sure. I'm but. not a fan of Excel. I've never have been, but I know people who swear by it. Yeah, Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> not a Ferguson. Oh, I figured as much. But I, I was in... The last time I was in Afghanistan, uh, we had... Everyone. Yeah, well, no, I was telling you earlier about Litball, right? Yeah. Office basketball horse game, but it's called I called it Litball, but I spelt it L Y H T to give us an extra letter. One of the one of the guys that we that played, uh, he created a Excel spreadsheet for for our standings, 
<laughs> we had win loss and then win differential. Good. All, all, all the all the necessary stats. Yeah. And I just I I don't know how people use Excel like that. Like that's some that's some next level nerd it's stuff right there. It's coding built in. You just got to know where to click and hit enter and put a period and apparently it answers all your questions. Uh but I don't know. I I find one and use it and manipulate it. Right. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. The internet's a beautiful place. It can help you. Uh, we're not sponsored by the internet. The but, internet. It's just in, but internet GPS right you, here. If you want to throw a sponsorship our way, uh, I would gladly accept that. The internet. <laughs> well, I I use the internet. Oh. <laughs> I Google Plutter. Where'd he go? Oh, he, he didn't. He didn't run away, but he no. scampered. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he can run. Oh, oh, You're asking a lot of him. This YouTube conversation was a little bit lit earlier, huh? What have I been missing? Oh yeah, those, you, those of you joining us live, we appreciate the conversation here. Yes, uh, keep keep it coming. Uh, talk to us through the. And this is something that this is new to us. Doing this YouTube live, it's new mm-hmm. to us. So we want you guys to be interactive with us. That's one of the reasons why we're doing this. You have something to say, you tell us through the chat. We'll share it with the rest of the world on the show. And we just really appreciate kind of sticking. We appreciate you sticking around with us for as long as you have. We've been doing this Three years. Three years in digging, bubs. Yes. And we're still changing. We're still growing. We're still adding new wrinkles to the whole shebang. What is that? That is a that is, beautiful. That is the new type. Intercontinental Championship. Okay. Replacing I'm, Cody Rhodes' white strap. I don't hate it. I love the white strap. I do, too. I don't I'm know. I need to look at the details of That's this. That's more of a... It looks more like the, like they're emulating the UFC... Yeah, a little title. bit. Shinsuke now represents the new Intercontinental title, so we'll see how long they okay. go with that and him as champion. Thank Is God someone going done. to be the old Intercontinental champion, and then they'll have like a undisputed <laughs> Intercontinental championship match? Don't put it past them. They've united belts before. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us on our... It's it's not our inaugural uh, it's a journey, show. though, nonetheless. Our last one, but it wasn't our last episode. wasn't like a, a, a true episode. Well, it is, but it it was our paper review that we love so much. So, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for interacting with us. We're going to continue to do this, and we're going to be a little better at uh, advertising ahead of time. So, and thank you for those that are listening, our loyal listeners, through your favorite podcast source whether that be Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, Apple yeah. iTunes all Apple those things. Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Google, Google, all those things. Uh, Idiot. <laughs> just wherever you enjoy your podcast that you normally listen to us, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for being a part of the Bub Nation. We love each and every one of you, and we look forward to seeing you again. We look forward to you joining us on this journey because together we can make wrestling great again. Thank you, guys.
Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. And we do want to thank the guys from Powerslam TV for supporting the show. And we want to pass on to you guys, our listeners, the ability to go check out Powerslam TV and all of the content that they have on there. You heard well over 4,000 hours. It's very true with a lot of different promotions from all around the world, a lot of good stuff, a lot of classic stuff that goes back even years, decades really at this point. So go to powerslam.tv, sign up, use our code caller elbow free. That's caller elbow free. Use that. You're going to get a free month on that code. There's no hassles there. It's not, it's not a gimmick that they're pulling over on anybody. You can cancel that at any time. Check it out. Hopefully you'll like it. I've liked it. I'm supporting it. I recommend it. Go check it out.